Welcome to Own Your Voice, the personal and professional development podcast for today's creative artists. Grab a chair and join us. We saved you a seat at the table. Now, here's your host, Gabrielle Stahlschmidt. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited that you're here on Own Your Voice today to join me for part two of the incredible conversation that I have been having with London-based singer-songwriter and entertainer Kaya Maseko. Today, I want us to dive a little bit deeper into what it means to be a successful crossover artist. So Kaya specifically started out in the music theater world, and then through his journey of learning and experiencing music, he became really confident in his own voice and wanted to use that in a new way as a recording artist. So now he has this incredible mix of jazz and soul and funk in his first ever EP, which he released in 2018, called Better Late Than Never. I promise you, it is an album you will have to get up and dance for. You cannot sit and listen to this album. Go check it out on his website, Kaya, K-H-A-Y-A, music.co.uk, and you will not regret it. Add it to your playlist now. It's that fabulous. So hopefully this conversation inspires those musicians who want to pivot in their music career. Maybe you are wanting to step outside of your comfort zone into a new genre, but are a little bit afraid because that is a scary prospect. You don't know if you're going to find success in something that you haven't done before. So we're going to hear from Kaya how he navigated that gap and found success and found happiness where he is now. So take a little bit of comfort from this conversation that it is possible for you as well to find success if you just take that leap of faith. You can find this entire episode on our YouTube channel. So if you want to go say hi to us face to face in the comment section, pull up in your YouTube app, search Gabrielle Studio of Music, G-A-B-R-I-E-L-L-E Studio of Music. We will see you over there. So without further ado, enjoy. So let's kind of transition a little bit and talk about some of the projects that you are working on currently. Okay. Um, well, uh, me, me being a very energetic uh, performer, I, you know, I love the stage. I, I mm-hmm. always said I was born for the stage mm-hmm. from, 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 from when I was little. Um, and so it's been very, very difficult not to not have a stage to perform in, you know, mm-hmm. and I know there's live platforms and things like that that you can do, but it's not the same it's not the same and it just doesn't it just doesn't do it for me it doesn't right. appeal to me the way that getting in front of an audience does right um so a lot, but you know what since you know c- carrying on from uh from the story where i had my vocal surgery and the time of recovery from that february or that january i had the operation in november i was back at work in january from that January, the time I started going back to work, I was going nonstop. 2019 was the most hectic year yeah. of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, 20, yeah, 28, yeah. Um, I, I was touring. I was, uh, you know, did uh, did a tour of the US. Um, I was uh, doing quite a lot of cruise ship work, and that's very oh. traveling. That's very travel intense. Right. Um, you know, as, as a guest entertainer, so mm-hmm. traveling all over the world, you know, on different cruise ships. And then when I wasn't doing that, I was back in London and I was doing my regular gigs here. Wow, so that's a lot. I was, sing- I was sing- you know, I was singing uh, first tenor uh, mm-hmm. in, 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 a, in a classical singing group, hmm. you know, so doing what, you know, doing things like Nessun Dorma, wow. uh, you know, Karama Ben, you know, so, you mm-hmm. know, doing the top lines of all of that. Right. Uh, you know, while being on air conditioned ships and air conditioned airplanes and, you yeah. know, over the summer, everywhere is air conditioned, you right. know, which air conditioning is a singer's worst enemy. Yes. 
Um, and then plus on top of that, you know, I was gigging and, you know, I was auditioning and I was recording and I was doing so much. So this whole lockdown situation really gave me a chance to just sit down and reflect and reassess where I'm at because yeah. a, a couple, a, a few, a few weeks in, uh, to the lockdown when I was back at home, I, I actually took the opportunity. I rebuilt my entire studio setup. Okay. Um, which, which, which was definitely needed because everything that was, was sort of all over the place. So I was able to consolidate all of my things. Nice. The one space that you see behind here, which has really helped my workflow. Mm -hmm. But, um, I was recording myself, you know, just for some, just on my phone, you know, to, you know, like, oh, maybe I should post this on Instagram to add some content. And right. listening back to myself, I really didn't like what I heard. Okay. And that wasn't, that wasn't talking about voice quality. It was just, I, I just been singing and going for so long and singing the same, not only having the same repertoire bedded in, but then also, you know, with taking requests all night, seeing completely different repertoire. I don't think my voice was burnt out, but I just sort of, I just didn't like what I heard yeah. when I played it back to myself. Mm -hmm. And so I really had to go back and assess, you know, okay, figure out where my voice is at right now, mm -hmm. figure out, you know, why, what's wrong and why am I not sounding the way that I want to sound? Mm -hmm. um, even my pitching, like my, my pitching had just gone completely out the window. Okay. Um, and that was, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, not an excuse, but you know, you can get away with it on a live gig, you know, yeah. because no one's, li no one's listening back to anything on a live gig, you right. know, and when it's, a, you know, when it's a room packed full of people, it's, you know, it's, it's different, mm -hmm. but you know, getting myself on a proper condenser microphone and listening to myself back. It'll I, shock you it, real it, fast. It, it, listen, <laughs> you can isolate your voice. You're like, Whoa, like, who is fast. that? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It'll shock you real fast. Yes, it will. <laughs> I know that well <laughs> you know? and so that's when i was like okay i'll take a step back here mm -hmm. and i just go to reassess you know and you know whenever i'm singing <clears throat> really paying attention to what i'm singing yes. you know because when you gain so much at the end of the day it's while we love what we do when performing you can it can become like any other job yeah. you know you're just going through the motions yep. you know um we all have our daily problems you know mm -hmm. or things that we're going through but we have to at the end of the day get up on that stage and make yes. the people feel good and we have to be able to represent what the music that we're singing represents mm -hmm. so you know sort of the smile and wave thing isn't it yes so even though you know i could be singing the happiest song in the world but inside I could be torn apart. I could yeah. be grieving, you know? Um, and that's sort of where things can fall by the wayside. You could sort of lose your technique and, you know, yeah. so that was, it just, it, my singing for that entire year, while financially and um, career wise, it was extremely rewarding. Mm -hmm. I hadn't taken the time out to sit with my voice mm -hmm. and sit with myself, mm -hmm. just me and my voice, not sharing it with anybody else and say, right, let's take it back, yeah. let's reassess, let's refocus so that when all of this is all over, I can go back out again and do what I'm doing. Absolutely. So 
after I had done that, I got invited to work on a project with a musician friend of mine called Phil D. Uh, he is a South African musician who is uh, working at Hong Kong Disneyland right now. We never worked okay. at the same time, but, um, you know, we got to know each other through the community of that. Mm -hmm. um, he is going to be uh, releasing uh, a new track, I think, at the end of this month. And then I'm going to be featuring on the remix of that track. So I'm working on that. The track is called Tired. Okay. Um, Amen. And, <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, so... And Phil D Music is his uh, is his um, Instagram handle. Okay. Um, so that I'm I'm uh, busy recording the vocals for that project right now, and then I'm also working on my next single. Um, I haven't released anything since my EP launch, which was uh, just over two years ago. Okay. Um, and I have been uh, very inspired by the uh, Black Lives Matter movement, which has been happening, um, you know, all over the world. And I've been yeah. going to a lot of protests, mm -hmm. um, been wanting to make my voice heard. And I've been just very inspired by the movement, by the protests, um, mm -hmm. and by the amount of people that are taking, uh, are taking a stand. Yeah. And that is what um, inspired me to write my uh next single which is called hands up okay uh which is uh also hopefully going to be released uh towards the end of next month that's amazing i cannot yeah. wait to hear it okay can uh, you give a little you. of the the story of it or are you wanting to save it all uh it's <clears throat> it's just basically my take on uh, on a message that is being um relayed in so many different ways across so many different platforms yeah um and it's just that we want equality that's yeah. all it, that's all it is we it's it's not a movement that is portraying black supremacy right we are not trying to say that black lives are more important than anybody else's right you know i i 100 percent agree with the idea of all lives matter. Right. Black lives matter is just serving um, as, black lives matter is just serving uh, as a reminder that we're just not quite there yet. And it's a nice focal point because exactly. that's the issue at hand right now. Yeah, so yes. you know, uh, mm -hmm. all, all lives matter is the idea that we're striving Correct. towards, Correct. 100%. Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter is just a reminder and to make people aware that we're not quite there yet, right. but we can get there. Mm -hmm. we will get there yes um and yeah so this was just something uh, you know that the 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 music um the the entire production I, I produced it myself i wrote the entire thing myself um it was just really inspired by that movement and mm -hmm. again just just putting out a message in my own way, in the way that I want to put it out. Uh, yeah. a, a message that's being broadcast on so many different platforms by so many different people. Right. And honestly, that's the beauty of music too, is that it is the universal language, as you've probably heard a million and one times, and it does touch very deeply into um, every area of who we are as people too. And it should directly relate to those experiences in our lives as well and be able to share those messages. And it's what makes you a good musician and a good storyteller through your music as well. And um, kind of relating that to own your voice. When I talk about the mission behind my business, whether it be mm -hmm. in my studio or in 
my podcast, it is my little, you know, trademark is cultivating powerful voices in music and in life. And I'm not just talking about creating powerful singers. I'm talking about creating powerful people who go out into the world and they make change and they advocate for change because here first and foremost is a safe place for you to explore your voice and to discover who you are and then be inspired to go out and whether or not you do that with your craft or you do that as an individual, then you have all those tools that you need to be able to do that powerfully in your community. So I respect that very much. That is is something I am incredibly on board with. And that is why (laughs) I am so, um, so honored that you, you asked me to be a guest here. I'm uh, so honored that you agreed to sit down because I love having these conversations and it's very timely and needs to be heard. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, those are the projects that I have um, uh, on the go right now. Okay. Um, So where uh, will we be able to find them? So you'll be able to find them. So my, uh, across all socials, my handle is at Kaya Fire. Yes. And Jermaine, the mutual friend that actually connected us, a shout out to Jermaine. Wasn't he the one that inspired you to change your socials to Kaya Fire? He told you. (laughs) He did. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> Jermaine, Jermaine. I know you're gonna be listening to this. You just you you had to find yeah. a way to yourself it. He wasn't gonna yes. let that one go. But yes, that is true. <laughs> that is true, and I love him all the more for it. Yes. Shout out to my boy Jermaine. Um, yes, he and he was the one because uh, you know he's a guy of fire, man. You yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and anybody that knows Jermaine, I'm gonna go and offer a little small tangent about Jermaine. But you know the right. wonderful soul that he is i mean yes. his energy his positivity <laughs> uh you know he he's helped me out of and it, it's the crazy part is we really haven't known each other for that long we've only known each other for a couple of years but he really okay. has become a a, a, a staple part of my life and That's a amazing. lifelong friend. And he's well, even in, um, sorry to interrupt you, but oh. to um, go back to him even introducing us, I actually called him up because he took from the same voice teacher that I did. And so that's how I even met him yeah. many, many yeah. years back. But I was on the phone with him asking him like, hey, I'd love to have some conversations with you on the podcast and maybe do some collaborative work together. And he was like, yeah, I'd love to, but let me get you in contact with this person, this person, this person. I was like, oh, that sounds great. And here I'm expecting that he's going to give me like their email addresses so I can go ahead and reach out to them. No, no, not five Jermaine. minutes no, later, not he calls me and he goes, you're on a three-way call. Explain it. Pitch yourself. And here you go. Are you interested? And oh, so no. like what happened in between, <laughs> what happened in between in the five minutes in between those calls was he called me. Yes. He said, Listen, I'm going to get on the phone with Gabriella. I'm going to get, okay. I'm going to get you on a call with her and we all go to it out. But that's Jermaine. If he's going to do something, he does it and he commits 110% and we need more yes. people in the world like him. Yes. Shout thank out to you. Jermaine. Yes. yes. Jermaine inspired me to change my name, uh, my, my, my handles, because all of my handles were just Kaya Music. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's a bit bland. So I'm, I'm going to change it. So yes, all of my socials, that's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are at Kaya Fire, which is K-H-A-Y-A. F-H-A-Y-A. Because you had to put your own spin on it too. So oh, I, I love to, that. <laughs> had to, had to put more spin on it, you know. Uh, That's amazing. So my, 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 the name Kaya uh, is a South African name. It actually means home. Okay. Um, and the, well, the story behind that was um, my dad was in political exile when he met my mother over here in the UK. Okay. And um, I was born um, shortly before Nelson Mandela was released from prison. Okay. Um, and my dad knew that he could go home. So that's mm. why I'm called. Oh, that's home. beautiful. Higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. 
I think we've gotten um, a little bit away in society in recent years of the profoundness of names. Um, And I love that whenever they are so special because you carry that with you for your entire life and it does define part of who you are too. So I I love that. I think that's beautiful. I I think that's definitely a big part of not only South African, but African culture. Yeah. All all names, you know, uh, they they have a meaning. Yeah. My, my dad actually named me as well. My whole name means angel of steel. Um, and just, you know, like, so, and I've seen how I've kind of used that element of strength in my life too. I was like, thanks dad. Like that was solid. Like, (laughs) yes, yes. So I I love that. And, um, I think that's really meaningful. That's really cool story to tell. Just picturing like a female version of Wolverine. Like, yes, seriously. It needs to be my logo. Tiny wings. (laughs) Yes. It has nothing to do with music. Work on that on the next podcast. Work on that on the next podcast. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, okay well i'm excited to keep up with all the projects too are you and i know um i read somewhere too that you are getting ready to be in the bob marley show musical not quite yet no no okay so i'm i'm um i'm in the process of uh developing my own one-man show yes um so i've written uh i've written the script um i'm currently working uh on the music um it's take um it's moved a little bit onto the back burner because of everything that's going on yeah. right now um also i've been taking this opportunity to redo my house so, okay yeah, yep <laughs> there you go all, all the excuses i'm also <laughs> that's but, okay yeah, they're all valid working on that um and yeah that's 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 what's going on with that at the minute um and then obviously you know things are sort of very up in the air in terms of any sort of auditions uh, yeah over here in the uk Right. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, but if, if, if you would like to, you know, have, you know, follow my, follow me, follow my career, you know, as I said, do it now. Yes. At, at, at Kaya Fire. Uh, my website is uh, kayamusic.co.uk, K-H-A-Y-A music.co.uk. And yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me. Perfect. And I'll pop those up on the screen as well. So you guys have no excuse. You have to go follow, None. check it out now. <laughs> yes. So, don't listen to this. Go check out my EP. Yes, absolutely. I have listened to it and it's amazing. And I love oh, the groove. You. I mean, like I, I can't, if I have two left feet, I, I might just have one foot at this point. That's how bad of a dancer <laughs> I am, but it made me want to get up and like groove to it. So that, that, yeah, I, I I can't really put a genre on the EP because yeah. like, you know, as I explained, you know, in the beginning, it was yeah. sort of music that I I just took the, the four songs that I thought were the strongest, you know. So you know, the first song's got a yeah. funk vibe to it. Love know, it. I, I have such a, I've been exposed to, to 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 such a wide array of music throughout my life. Yeah. Um, you know, from you know being taught music history when I was in school and it was mm-hmm. nothing but classical music, but yeah. then. Um, you know, my mother also really enjoyed classical music. Um, mm-hmm. My dad was a big jazz music lover. He also, you know, we also listened to artists like he loved Bob Marley. Yeah. Um, who is, you know, uh, you know, so Bob Marley and Michael Jackson are my two, you know, my two, uh, you know, art, uh, my main artists, my idols. Right. You know? Um, sort of, they, they they sort of fight for first and second. Right, right. One day, one day I'm like, oh, it's Bob. The next day I'm like, oh, it's Michael. But you know, right. Uh, but you know, we we grew up with sort of like you know artists like Nina Simone and Aretha yes, Franklin, so good. Um, the Jacksons, Jackson mm-hmm. Five, um, jazz wise, you know, Miles Davis, Johnny Hodges, yep. um, and. Um, and then there was, you know, then you start developing your own musical taste. So I'm a huge lover of hip hop. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, when I was younger, you know, the artists that were really mainstream, you know, were artists like Outkast, yeah. uh, 50 Cent, Eminem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did I really enjoy listening to back then? Artists like Exhibit. Um, okay. And more recently after that, you know, um, one of uh, an artist that I really love and respect is Bruno Mars. Oh, he's um, fabulous. His work ethic, his voice, you know, yes. he sings, he dances, he plays, he does it mm-hmm. all. Um, so, uh, you know, being exposed to such a wide array of music and having so many influences throughout mm-hmm. my life, that sort of seeps into my music and that sort of seeped into the different elements of the tracks. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, hopefully when I'm in the headspace and when I have written the material enough to finally put together my first album, hopefully then I can have anything, everything be a bit more cohesive, tell a bit sure. more of a story. Uh, but I'm very proud of the EP and I'm very proud of the work that me and my incredible, uh, the incredible musicians that worked on it put into it. Yeah. Awesome. So I, I kind of want to use that to transition into talking about inspiring up and coming musicians. Um, I know, and it's really interesting for me to see that even at this point in your life and in your career that you don't necessarily, you haven't pigeoned yourself into a specific genre. Like you still are crossover. You still take from multiple um, influences and have that inspire your music. So Yes, I mean, ideally, as artists, we do want something to define what we do. But how important do you think it is for singers to really go after one specific genre um, in order to succeed? Well, I, uh, everyone, can, everyone has their own way of expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you find, if, if, if a singer finds a specific genre that they find that they want to express themselves, then by all means, 100% follow that genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because when, I've, I've completely lost myself. Right That's now. okay. That's okay. I'm so glad this isn't live. <laughs> you can cut that out. I'll um, totally keep that in. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, no, um. What I would say is as long as you're putting out the message that you really want to get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, anybody in this world, while they have a favorite genre of music, there will always be some, you, you, you're always listening to music from different mm-hmm. genres. You can't, mm-hmm. no one listens to just hip hop. No one listens right. to just rock. And also yep. with the amount of collaboration and also the amount of singles that are being put out in this day and age, you know, crossover is, is just the norm. Yeah. And, you know, with, with, with collaborations, with features and things like that. But I think it's very important for you while for example, with, you know, going back to what I've released my EP, while the genre, you can't really put a stamp on, I would definitely say that that EP represents me. It represents who I am and it represents my style of music. Mm-hmm. And I think if you just stay true to what you're writing and if you stay true to what you're recording and what you're performing, then you'll find your own way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you look at an artist like Pink, for example, yeah. um, who started off as an R&B artist, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I, I don't know off the top of my head what exactly what label she was signed right. to, but in the beginning, you know, back when she did uh, the, the Lady Marmalade cover, yes. um, uh, you know, Christina Aguilera and yep. um, who else? I, on I don't remember who the other one was, but 
Oh, that's terrible. I should know that, shouldn't I? I know. I should know it too. I was listening to it just a few days ago. But um, you know, she, but she, Google knows. She's, she's, <laughs> Google knows everything. So she, <laughs> but you know, she, she, she started, my point is she started off as an R&B artist and that was, is, that was what she used to get her foot in the door and to get herself up to the platform where she could then say, right, on this next record, I'm doing pink. Yeah. And that was when she really put her signature stamp on her own style and on her yes. own music, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, 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 it's always that delicate balance. You have to be able to find your own voice, but if you really want to make it like, I'm not, I'm not a superstar and I, you know, um, at the minute, I don't have any aspirations to be a superstar, you know? Yeah. Uh, however, if that's what you want, you do have to sort of play the game. Yeah. There's, you know, whereas if you just want to really develop and hone your own style, um, you know, you do that. You know, wherever your music takes you is where your music takes you. As long as you're doing your music, as long as you're doing your performing or whatever what however you decide to use your voice whether it be yeah. music theater whether it be teaching whether mm -hmm. it be you know as a recording artist you know as a voiceover artist whatever as long as you carry on sticking to your craft and staying true to your craft then you will find your way musically yeah. you'll find your way as an artist you'll find your way as a creative you will find your way in life yeah. And I think that there's such a, an emphasis here. Like I'm specifically even thinking about the artists that travel down to Nashville, Tennessee to try to make it big down there since that's kind of the Mecca here yeah. Um, yeah. with artist development and that whole idea of let's make you this really, let's just say country, for an example, a well-polished country artist, and then you'll be successful once we've polished you into what we want you to be. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's so true to always stay true to yourself and never yes. let somebody else tell you what your message should be, what you should look like, um, you know, the type of music that you should sing. Yes, there's an element of playing the game and the networking and the political aspect of it as well, but never lose sight of yourself in the Absolutely. process. Yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Right. Because that, that, that's, I, I think that's really the um, the the key to longevity is staying mm -hmm. true to yourself. And you're going to enjoy it too. I mean, who's to say you do do the artist development and you become this very, you know, stereotypical artist, but you make it big and you never enjoy the success that you have because you've lost sight of who you are as yeah. well. So there's also something to be said about redefining what success is for you. What yeah. if success is being very authentic to who you are, maybe not being a superstar, but going out and sharing your message and inspiring other people to do the same. So, Absolutely. you know, um, and then I guess, is there any other to spin off of that advice that you would give somebody who's looking to go out and try to get noticed in the music world to take that next step in getting their music out there? Um, I would say well, look, social media is a, is, is, is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, having the you know the right video coming out at the right time you know um with something that people can really identify with um but you know as someone that hasn't made it big as an artist i what i what again all i can say is just stay true to your craft mm -hmm. and just stay true to what you're doing and keep 
just keep putting things out there. Just keep yeah. putting yourself out there. Keep putting your music out there. If you get an opportunity to perform, take it. If you get an opportunity, you know, even like this, I had a wonderful opportunity to come here and speak on this podcast. And, and, and it's, it's just things, you know, things like that. It's things that may seem insignificant yeah. maybe to you, not the being on this podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thanks so much for that. But, you know, think, <laughs> yes, I got you. Um, but just staying true to what you do and staying true yeah. to your craft and taking every opportunity that presents itself to you and chasing down opportunity as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think not just counting the value of networking. Yes. You know, and yes. constantly putting yourself out there outside of your comfort zone, going and gigging and going and just making friends with people. And that's how you get connected like we did. Yep. Yep. You know, exactly. I've never exactly. made that connection otherwise. So it's, that's very valuable. It's it, and it's something myself that I still struggle with. You know, mm -hmm. um, I consider myself I, I I consider myself a relatively um, inexperienced uh, artist. While mm -hmm. I'm a very very experienced performer and yeah. singer, as an artist, I'm still quite unexperienced, and I still struggle personally with things like putting out music because mm -hmm. I always feel like it doesn't sound good enough, or I always feel like something perfectionist for something the win. More, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you you end up thinking about it for so long that mm -hmm. by the time that you feel like, you know, by the time you should, you should have done anything with it. Your hype about the project has died down and you're on to the next thing. You right. Know? And it's right. something that I'm still struggling with. There's something that I'm really trying to, you know, um, productively counteract every single day. Yeah. And I think too, because like I said, I, I like to call myself a recovering perfectionist. Um, I, I really am. You know, sometimes it goes to the extreme, but just realizing that the, yeah. the things that I put into my work, the things that I put out into the world may not ever be good enough for me, but that doesn't mean that they're not good enough. Absolutely. And so that's Absolutely. been a huge learning experience to pass on to my students as well is that you are never going, never, you are never arrive and you're never going to feel that you are 100% ready for anything. You just yep. have to yep. do. Um, so I think that's, that's really amazing too. So thank you for that. Solidifying what I've been telling them all along. See, they should be listening to <laughs> me. Listen, listen. <laughs> Listen to teacher children. Yes, from thank me. you, thank you. <laughs> and then I guess um, if there isn't anything else that you want to add there to kind of wrap up the conversation, tell me a little bit about what your goal is as an artist. What is it that you want to put out in the world and what is it ultimately that you want to achieve through your music? Ultimately, what I want to achieve through my music is to provide, first of all, to be able to use it as a means to provide the type of lifestyle that my parents provided for me. Mm -hmm. um, because at the end of the day, it is my job. It is mm -hmm. what I do. And we all need to make money because mm -hmm. uh, we, we all need to eat and we all need a roof over our heads. Mm -hmm. And so as long as I can keep using my voice and my talents and my skill set to be able to do that, uh, you know, to be able to keep a roof over my head, to be able to provide for me and, you know, mm -hmm. whatever family that I may have in the future. Mm -hmm. um, that is, that's success to me. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of my own personal projects, um, I just want to keep developing my songwriting and um, keep working towards trying to put out really good music out there that people not only really enjoy, but people that can, re can really identify with yeah and also overcoming my own internal struggles about what about feeling that everything that i put out is not good enough 
Um, and that is what I would really choose to define success for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, the more that you do put out there into the world creatively, that's your legacy yeah. too. So being able to take and use everything that you've been given and learned and pass it on artistically and inspirationally to the world yeah. too, I think is a beautiful thing. And ultimately that's success to me. If you're able yeah. to inspire somebody else and you're able to use the gifts, you know, for good, then and you can pay the bills. That's and it. You got it made. Bills. Exactly. You got yeah, it made. No, it's, 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 it's funny how as you get older, the, the, the ideas of success change, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. When, when you know, because you know, the, the word success, you know, in itself um, has, you know, has sort of fortune, fame tied to it, you know? It does. When, you know, when, when you describe someone who, you know, has made a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, you know, you describe them as successful. When you yeah. find, you know, someone that has made a lot of fame and fortune through whatever field that they go in, you define them as successful. But, yeah. you know, if if you can pay your rent or pay your mortgage, that's mm-hmm. a success. If you mm-hmm. can provide for yourself and for your family, that is success. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you, and, and, and that is what I think people need to, a lot of especially younger people need to understand that yeah being successful doesn't necessarily mean you are overly rich you know you know of course you know it's it's always good to have you know more money because yeah. it's just less things to worry about in the long right. run but being able to take care of yourself and being able to take care of of your friends and family and the ones that you love and to put food on the table have a roof over your head yeah. doing what you do that's success because yeah there was a time where I didn't think it was possible. And there Mm -hmm. were times that I've been through as a musician and as an artist and as a singer, as a performer, where I didn't think it was possible. You know, times where I would have to put my rent on my credit card, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. you know, because I didn't didn't have a gig for this month and I hope a gig comes through the next month because I need to pay off this credit card and then pay off next month's rent, you know? So that, that, that for me is, is success. Right. And sometimes understanding that the things that we love to do don't necessarily have to be our day job, that we can work hard to fund that as a hobby. And that doesn't mean that you have failed. Um, That doesn't mean that you're not successful. You are being wise, but you're still able to do what you love. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sitting down and talking to me. Honestly, I could go on forever and ever. There's so many things that I want to learn and so many things I want to ask you about, but I'm thankful for your time and what you have given to me here. Again, Kaya Faya, all socials. Go check them now. (laughs) Yes. And stay tuned for the EP. Yes, or the new yeah, single. The, the new yes. single, yes. <laughs> Hands up, hopefully going to be debuting uh, next month. As soon as I have a date, it will go up on my socials. And of course, okay. I will let you know. Yes, please. And I would like to say from my side, thank you so much um, for having me. It's really been um, an eye-opening conversation. Thank you for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom. And thank you for giving me a platform um, where I can share the very little knowledge and wisdom I've accumulated. Oh, shush. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And hopefully we can have another conversation soon. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. To learn more about the Own Your Voice podcast or to join the growing community, visit GabrielleStudioOfMusic.com and the Own Your Voice podcast on Instagram. As always, remain committed to owning the power of your unique voice because what you have to say, both musically and personally, is much too important not to be heard.